Engaging conversation with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the afternoon news on 630 Chat, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. TV, want a hippopotamus for Christmas? The uh, the the artist is Gala PV. That's right. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me it was somebody else. I thought it was uh, who was that little uh, female girl star back in the Shirley Temple? Yeah, that's who I thought mm. you were going to say. No, Gala PV. Ah, there you go. Uh, hey, listen, a couple of things, if you don't mind. I'm talking to you. Yeah, good to go. Okay. Uh, we said yesterday uh, that uh, today is the busiest day uh, air travel for Canada. And a couple of people uh, said, oh, no, 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 yesterday was. So I uh, did my uh, due diligence last night and uh, Googled around. Uh, for the Edmonton International Airport, yesterday was considered to be their busiest day or anticipated to be their busiest day. But for Canadian air travel, it is today. Also, you mentioned uh, the winter solstice. Mm-hmm. Um, today. Today, yeah. So I saw this, sort of kind of interesting, because I remember learning about this in science class, that when the Earth is closest to the sun, it's actually when we're coldest because of... Which is the tilt. It's the yeah, angle that yeah, we're at. Yeah, yes. So here's four things you might not know about the winter solstice, mm-hmm. which is today. It is the shortest day and the longest night, but of course, the day still has 24 hours in it. They're we're referring, talking daylight. Exactly, daylight hours. Um the reason for it is the North Pole is tilted farthest from the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, it marks the time of the year in the Northern Hemisphere where Earth is tilted at the most extreme angle. But just because it's the darkest day of the year, as I just mentioned, with the longest night, it is not necessarily the coldest. And when do the days begin getting longer? This actually lasts for a few days. It isn't until December 23rd when days begin getting longer again. So oftentimes we say this is the longest day, so tomorrow... Uh, he said it was like two seconds yesterday, Jesse said. Yeah, he said something about that. But uh, apparently by the time we see any difference in the amount of daylight, it'll be December 23rd. And even then it will be by only seconds. Mm-hmm. Daylight hours don't start getting longer until December 23rd. Uh, and then it's by mere seconds. Uh, it's on December 23rd that we get an extra four seconds, and then on December 24th, a whole nine seconds. Oh, look at us go! That's right. By January 1, we're at uh, nine hours of daylight, so it does change rapidly at some point. And did you know it isn't always at the same time of the year? Because of the motion of the Earth, the influence of other planets and the sun, the solstice doesn't always fall on December 21st. So if any of you had argued in the car yesterday, oh, I thought last year it was, uh, you might have been right. It does more than often fall on December 21st. Uh, technically, it, it occurs this year, though, on December 22nd, if you're using the universal Depending standard time. Using. That's yeah. right. Yeah, but it's, it's so the go. same time of year. It's, you know, the 20th, 21st, 22nd around there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 
So I don't know if you. I'm just uh, thinking six months from now. Six months from now. And what are you uh, talking about? One month from now. Oh, I'm thinking six months. We'll from be now. in Mexico. <gasps> well, yep. This what? is the 21st, and we leave on the 21st, oh, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, couple, uh, two spots, I think Dennis said yesterday two on spots with left. Uh, Bruce. There's two spots left. Yeah, it's funny because I know at the time that we first started talking about this trip and people asked, well, how many can go? Um, it's sort of a, a shrinking target because if everybody bought on the first day, a thousand of you can go. But yeah. as we book and as the and hotel books, books yeah. right, um, yeah. the space keeps contracting. So at this moment in time, speaking of winter solstice, at this moment in time, today, you could book and we would be, they would be able to accommodate you in U.S. travel. Um, he said as many as two rooms. So I guess that's as many as four people, right? Yeah. But we've got a big group going. So bring it on if you're still thinking about it. I know I talked to um, folks on the weekend that were seriously considering Mm -hmm. it. Um, Another couple that were seriously considering. We had an email from somebody somebody yesterday asking about it. How to get hold of New West, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it, it may be worth getting in touch with them. Yeah. It it would definitely actually be worth getting in touch with them today. You know what? TikTok. Just out of curiosity, get in touch with them today and see what they tell you. Um, this is sort of an, a, a, an oddity involving the resort that we're going to. As you know, we've been exchanging emails <laughs> yes. uh, about where to hold the comedy show yes. and on what day, right? Uh-huh. But it's just interesting because uh, Dennis uh, from New West and I had a phone conversation this morning. And I told him something that I believe to be accurate from my own experience, but I could be wrong. Um, but I said to him, you know, I don't think the Spanish have a word for comedian. Um, because it's been my experience when dealing with uh, resorts, and it's not just during the listener trip, but I've gone and done resorts, you know, through my agent. They don't necessarily understand what it is a stand-up comic is, mm. and I totally get that, and I'm not judging them for it. So they they don't really understand how to promote it and what venue to put it in. So they've been wonderful. And you know what? If the way this resort has dealt with this comedy show is the way they deal in general with their guests, we're going to have a great trip. Oh, yeah. It's a dreams resort. They've been, yeah, right? they've been all over it. But the options so far have been beside the pool. No. Uh, yeah. Following their show, which I'm assuming is done in the pool. Although, no, it's probably outside the pool. Maybe. The Dreams had a bunch of them. Part of me yeah. was like, well, what about, you know, a comedy show in the pool like that? But anyway, um, then the second suggestion was was on the stairs. <laughs> and again, but like I say, they've been wonderful. In dealing with them, they've been like, okay, you tell us where you'd like to be. Um, and then the third was a ballroom adjacent to the... Uh, uh, to the stairs. But it's just one of those funny things where they were like, well, you know what? On this one night, we have a comedy show ourselves. So why don't you do it on that night? And that's what Dennis had phoned for because he was saying, well, you don't really want to follow another comedy show. And that's when I said to him, they don't really have a definition for comedian in Mexico um, because their comedy show, as entertaining as I'm sure it will be, will not be a guy standing there talking into a microphone. It'll be somebody who comes out and slips on something and falls down. Like it's, it's almost actually, to be honest with you, it's a lot like, it's a cultural thing, it's a lot like comedy in Quebec that's in French. A Canadian comedian doing a story about a, a news, being a newspaper boy, he would come out in a suit up to a microphone and say, when I was seven, I was a newspaper carrier and would start telling the story. A French-Canadian comedian would come out dressed as a newspaper guy, boy, with the bag and the newspapers and the hat, and he would, you know what I mean? Like, it's just more, what's the word I'm looking for? It's more... 
It's more physical comedy. Yeah, it's a physical comedy, but it's more artistic. It's more like it's not theater of the mind. They're presenting like a one-act play for mm-hmm. you kind of thing. So it should be interesting. So I'm going to be following Mexican comedians, according to the resort. So I'm, I'm <laughs> more than anxious to see what that looks like. Uh, dates for the trip, January 21st to the 28th. Yeah, phone New West right now. You're not, you're, yeah. Trust me. Um, this was interesting because uh, I'm sure a lot of you are doing some online shopping or certainly have been doing online shopping over the last little while. Maybe mm-hmm. your computer at work, your computer at home. Um Splash Data has put out the list of the 25 worst passwords of 2017. So think about think about the password that you use for your computer and and you know maybe you know for different accounts and where you keep them all and try to keep track of them all and that's my biggest challenge because I'll put a new password in yeah. if I have to change it and then I can't remember it so I'm constantly changing it and then they say, "Oh, you have to Use a password that you haven't used in the past six months. Like, oh, geez, right? So you try to find a place to keep it all. I know there's different um, apps to do that and and whatnot. But once again, people, uh, despite the constant recommendations for increasing your security when it comes to passwords, making them more difficult, boy, oh, boy, um, they're still just... A lot of folks out there not doing it. And, and it's funny, too, when you look at... Uh, I know they produced 100, but if you look at the top 10, yeah, many of the top 10 are very similar. Yeah. They're like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. One, so two, this three, four, is five, compiled six, from yeah. the 5 million passwords leaked during the year. So number 1, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Number 2, password. <laughs> number 3, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. Jeez. <laughs> Number four, QWERTY. What does that mean? Q W E R T Y. It's the first numbers up here on the on the oh, top of your, yeah, uh, right. your on top of your keyboard, right? Uh, number five, one two three four five. <laughs> number six, one two three four five six seven eight nine. Uh, number seven is let me in. No Num- way. Yeah, let me in, all one word. Number eight is one two three four five six seven. <laughs> number nine is football. And number 10 is I love you. <laughs> um, admin welcome monkey login ABC123 on there. And Star Wars made the list this year. Star Wars. Well, Star of course. Wars. Seasonal. Yeah, absolutely makes sense. Yeah. Did you say admin was among the yep. words? Uh, for a lot of routers and uh, a lot of tech uh, equipment that you buy. Hello, ad- admin, freedom. Yeah, admin is the default password. So many people don't know to change the password once they've set up their router or whatever else, and they just leave it at admin. Monkey, what? monkey was number thirteen. Monkey, yeah. The one that gets me is the password. One two three, one two three, number seventeen. Uh, are you um, an Apple user at home? Or are you? Uh, do you have no. a PC? Yeah, I have an. I have an HP. So NB. okay, all right. There you go. So uh, if you forget your Microsoft password, and most people, I think, are unsure as to why they even need a mm-hmm. password, you know. Uh, it's the dumbest password for a company that actually produces all the software that they're, you know, that these computers are based on. If, if you totally forget, which a lot of people do, because they set it up the mm-hmm. first time, they were asked for a password and they put it in. Now they don't remember yeah. what that password was. You simply ask, basically, you just, I forgot my password. Mm-hmm. And they go, oh, okay, well. 
Here's another yeah. password. Like, it's, what? It's, That's it's, your security? You know, and, and we all know that we need to be increasing our security on our passwords, but I think we all get frustrated when we have to put in a password that says must have a capital letter, must use a number, must use uh, this, must use that, must be at least five to eight, or minimum of eight letters long or whatever it is. It's like, come on already. <laughs> yeah, I know. Enough. Um, and then what is the... Um, what is that app that's really good for storing all of your? Yeah, I can't lock remember. cart, lock something, something like that. If you Google password storage or password passkeeper, passkeeper, there you go. And it's so you only have to remember one, and then it generates all the other ones for you and updates and whatever. What bugs me is the sites that you know what your password, and I know this isn't a good idea. You're not supposed to use the same password mm. for everything. And the reason you're not supposed to is if you ever, if anyone ever breaches one of your accounts, they now have access to all of your accounts if you use the same yeah. password, right? So an idea of it, an idea, if you're doing it on your own, is to do a derivation of it. So you say, okay, don't use this. But if my password is password, um, for Microsoft, I'm going to make my password password MS. Um, you know, like that kind of thing, where it's slightly different, yeah. but it describes, and you'll remember um, that that's for Microsoft or whatever. The ones I hate is where you're confident you know the password to this darn thing. And so you put it in. And especially when it happens to be a site that just isn't working properly, so you actually yeah. are putting in the correct password but now they've locked you out, right? <laughs> and then, you know, whether it's the bank or whatever, and then you talk to the admin people or the IT people, and they're like, okay, well, I'll send you a link. You can set up a new password, and you go to do it, and they go, no, you can't use a password you've used in yeah. the last year. And you're like, no! I have a system for generating passwords, and now you're preventing me from doing that. I got locked. Did I tell you I got locked out of our system the day I got back from Vegas? Oh, here at the at the radio station? Yeah, I couldn't yeah. get to my email, and I needed something for the next day's show because I came in the night before. Yeah. So I phoned the IT department in Toronto, thinking they're probably 24 hours because Chorus is a pretty big company, and wasn't really paying attention to my selection, my options. And it said, if this is an emergency, press 1. And I thought, yeah, this is an emergency. I mean, by my definition, it is. I think by theirs, they meant if the building's on fire or hostages have been taken. Uh, I just wanted my password reset. So <laughs> I know, I know. I didn't even think. So I hit 1, and, I, and it rings right away, and I hear this, <gasps> hello? And I went, oh, hi, did I wake you up? And they were like, yeah, it's 4 in the morning. Yeah, you woke me up. I'm like, oh, sorry. And I go, I, don't, I want to reset my password for my email account. I almost gave him your name. And the guy said, oh, it was a girl. The girl says, all right, give it 15 minutes and it'll be reset and hangs up. I'm like, okay. And then I turned to Carol and I'm like, I didn't say who I was. And I'm phoning for my cell phone. So I'm not phoning from work, right? So I waited 15 minutes. They reset my password. Like, as Chorus, how much does Chorus know about me? Mm-hmm. Everything. Apparently so. Texts about password woes from yeah. uh, some of our listeners. It's just one of those things. And these days, of course, uh, a lot of companies are asking for uh, the double... Uh, authentication. Yeah, two-factor two, two authentication. Two-factor authentication. And, and yeah. one person texted in and said uh, their company requires a password that is not uh, that is not a word in the dictionary. Really? Yeah. Well, that's where you need one of those apps like you described yeah. earlier. You but know, then trying they... to remember that, I'd have to look at that every day. Okay, one, two, three, Z, four, nine, 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 one, 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 yeah. dog. You know, like, ugh. 
Here we have to change our password, what, every six months or three months? I'm Something not sure. Like that, yeah. You get a notification and it says you have There's to go in and change down, it. Yeah. Right. And then you can't use one that you've used in the last two years or something like that. And yeah. The people listen, I'm I'm like uh, Al Capone's vault. You could break into my chat account and find nothing. It, there's no oh, of course I suppose that leaves the back door open to breaking into our whole network. So forget I said that. I don't keep anything. I don't have any files. There's nothing on my computer. Do you have emails? I do, but I, I clean out my emails constantly. Yeah. I, and, you know, which is not necessarily a great idea. I heard Kelsey talking on Ryan's show today because he had a guest from South Africa, and Ryan asked her, how did you get this uh-huh. guest? And she said the key to booking good guests is never deleting an email, yeah. which I know from working with her back when I was in mornings, she keeps all these emails, and I don't know how she keeps makes sense of them. It's not by date. I guess it's by person or subject or whatever. But literally, you can say to Kelsey, hey, I need somebody who's written a rhinoceros in the Congo and she'll be like Brian Hall exactly <laughs> Brian Hall is at the top of the list for most <laughs> most experiences <laughs> uh. oh yes I saw a giraffe being born once what yeah it was at a zoo and I just turned yeah. around and it was right there <laughs> I watched for a month waiting for that darn April the giraffe to give birth and Halsey's at a zoo someday and he turns around and plop there it is I know that you know what the, Halsey's at the point now where you can't call BS on anything because who knows it could be true like you know you say the Pope and he'll be like oh, I remember the time I had coffee with the Pope <laughs> did, which, which one yeah did you though <laughs> but he probably did quite frankly <laughs> oh yeah it was that time remember we were in Cincinnati. <laughs> Watching a Bengals game. <laughs> uh, FYI, your iPhone has a built-in password keeper in the settings. Does it now? What? Oh, I don't have an iPhone, but that's good to know. Password keeper. We'll take a look for it. I'm not so sure. Oh, accounts and passwords. Look at that. Mm, huh. Huh, interesting. Okay, I'll yeah. have to keep track of that one. All right. Um, we have no prizes to give away today. Just Sorry us. to hear that. Sad. It's just us, yeah. yeah. That time of year, a lot of things wrapped up. So. But you know what? The prize is a Christmas music all day long for all of you. So you're all winners yeah. today. Tomorrow on the show again, Santa's going to mm-hmm. be with us between 3 and 4-ish. Oh, now it's 3 and 4? Yeah. Okay. Definitely 3 and 4. Maybe Possibly longer. Maybe longer. All right. So you want to start uh, He's a busy, really well, of course busy he's guy busy. right now. You want to start talking to your children right now about uh, getting their lists together. Give, and then tomorrow, it'll the number will be 496-0063. We'll line up the calls. We'll uh, get Santa here and in studio, and we'll take all of your kids' calls. Engaging conversation with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. This one, Andrew, is one that actually uh, came up a, a little while ago. And I just think it was a, a fascinating story and, and what it could potentially mean to grandparents out there. Um, there is a court case going on in Ontario right now. Two North Bay, uh, North Bay grandparents being, so, being sued for child support. They're being sued for child support. So uh, Dennis DeForge, Conrad Hunter, uh, they were in court recently to fight a claim that they should pay $760 a month to the mother 
mother of their 10-year-old granddaughter. Yeah, it's crazy. They're also seeking $47,000 going back to when the girl's father um, died in an accident mm-hmm. in 2013. So here's uh, obviously a precedent could be set mm-hmm. here that's mm-hmm. going to be quite alarming for grandparents. The reason the grandparents they believe they have a legitimate claim against the grandparents is because there was a hearing in which custody of the child was taken away from the mother and granted to on a temporary basis basis to the grandparents. The grandparents say they weren't even at they that were not hearing, the hearing. But they're good grandparents, they're good people, so when they were told that the court had awarded them temporary custody while they worked out permanent custody, they took the child and 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 accepted that responsibility. But it's because they accepted that responsibility that the mother is suggesting that they're now the surrogate parents. But uh, the kid's been back with the mother for... Yep. Yeah. I mean, somewhere, sometime, somebody got the idea that, hey, there might be a loophole that we could take advantage of. These grandparents... They had they had custody, emergency custody of the right. granddaughter for eight months, seven years ago. Right. And, and as I say, they weren't even at the hearing in which that was awarded to yeah. them, but they did accept that responsibility. Um, the, one of the reasons now this case could have wider reaching implications is the changing to the Children's Law Reform Act brought in last year thanks to a private member's bill by an NDP uh, member of parliament. It gives grandparents standing at custody hearings involving their grandchildren and the right to get court-ordered access and visitation rights. So in other words, in an effort to expand the rights of grandparents, what may have happened is that we've now put them under the umbrella of responsibility as well. So not only can they demand um, the right to see their grandchildren, but they can be held financially responsible for them. That is not something any grandparent wants to hear. So they went to court uh, just recently, and um, there there had been a visitation schedule um, since the son had died, um, and there was a bit of a strained relationship. They talked about it this at this court hearing, uh, but there had been you know relative peace between the parties until last year when the grandparents called for court intervention into um, the choice of school. Mm. Okay. So with, um, with rights go responsibilities. With, yeah, right? but I still don't think monthly child support is, is one of these at all. Um, the location of the school was going to be an issue because the couple would often take their granddaughter to and from classes. So they were the Ugh. designated drivers, right? The, uh, the grandparents said they only went to court to for clarity over a question of visitation during long weekends and never attended the proceedings to reach this point. Um, they also said, we don't have joint custody. It's not a joint custody thing. Mm -hmm. It's nothing like that. Um, So it's going on and on. Um, One lawyer is saying, well, you're changing your story now because there's monetary consequence. Uh, The grandparents are saying, no, we don't have have the custody, so we shouldn't have to to give it. You know, but the next court date is February 16th. To me, and... You know, I've not seen all the evidence or don't know all the specific details, but it sounds like to me that the daughter is attempting to strip um, the rights of the grandparents and perhaps that this action is actually not meant to necessarily get money, but meant to fire a shot across the bow of the grandparents to say, you have no authority over what I do with my child. And if you'd like to have that authority, I'm suing you for child support. Yeah, but if they were unwittingly, unknowingly given joint custody years back... Yikes. And didn't do anything about it during that time after their son's death... 
You just know that had to have been. I'm sorry, lawyers. That I'm had, sorry. That had to have been a lawyer. It had to have something. been like it had to have been the mother going in to see yeah. a lawyer about something else, or possibly because of the conversation about the school, she asked the lawyer to look over the agreement um, to see, you know, if that was covered by the agreement, and he she noticed that they had joined yeah. custody and said, "Oh my goodness, have they ever paid you child support?" Ugh. I mean, think about it from a human perspective as well. Forget the legal perspective. So these, this couple lost their son. Uh-huh. And that's why there's no son in the picture. They lost him in, in a car accident. So they lose their son. Then they don't have the ability to see their grandchild when they would like to be able to see, who is, I'm sure, a piece of their son as and far as they're concerned. And then they make arrangements to do like Right. It's... Then they look after the grandchild to help out the mom. Hey. And then they discover that as a result of those actions that they became, uh, you know, de facto parents and are financially responsible or could be financially responsible. That's. A crazy seventy seven hundred sixty dollars a month, forty seven grand in total, going back to when the when they died. Do you know? And maybe it just gets it. Yeah, because I was gonna say, I'm gonna say death, divorce, those sorts of things. I know we talked Bring with out, Dr. Gans yesterday, like the worst right? In people, I know, and and we talked to Gans yesterday about Christmas and about you know f- families that aren't together or families that are now the product of divorce. And the reason I say what I did about. Maybe this is the mother, you know, maybe it is just the mom trying to get money. Maybe the mom legitimately believes she's owed money. Uh Or maybe it is just a warning shot to the grandparents to back off. But the reason I I suspect that, and again, it's just my own personal experience, but I, not similar to this at all, but at one point, my ex-wife didn't want to adhere to the agreement anymore. And it was, I think, with regard to Christmas. I believe it was, we were going to start sending the kids up to Edmonton every other Christmas. And she just decided that wasn't in the best interest of the kids. And But my conversations with the kids suggested that they wanted to come. So I just, you know, talked to my ex-wife and like, hey, I think the kids want to come. Maybe we can make this work. Whatever, whatever. I was then served with papers mm-hmm. asking, demanding more um child care or child whatever support right and and I know and again not everybody is the same not all situations are yeah. the same but that's exactly what that was that was like oh you'd like to have them for Christmas great it's going to cost you X number of dollars for the next 18 years then like that kind of thing and again it's not necessarily it's petty it's petty and it's not in the best interest it's of the child right yeah and I think probably going back to this you see the word joint custody and that's it you see the word joint custody, and then all of a sudden comes support with that. Exactly. Like I say, with rights comes responsibilities, right? I mean, they, she may very well have a good case She might here. have a very good case there. Um, but again, going back, they're saying that they weren't there, it wasn't there. The, the grandparents. Again, driving the kid to and from school, doing all those things. You're lucky that you have the grandparents around to do all of this. Because well, really, there's a lot. Exactly. There's a lot of widows and widowers out there that are on their own trying to raise the darn kids. Yep, absolutely. And you've got, uh, regardless, it's obviously not a good relationship in any way. And not going to get any better based At on all. this. Well, here's another legal weird one for you. Okay. Yeah, no kidding. So at first, when I read this, I thought, oh, come on, buddy. Um, 
but think about what scares you, what truly, truly scares you. If you have a, a great phobia of something and somebody was using it to terrorize you, <laughs> Well, that's exactly what is is happening with a New York City man who says he has a fear of the Tasmanian devil. Now, let's keep in mind, of course, that the Tasmanian devil is not actually like the cartoon character that you see Uh that's always jumping off cliffs while trying to get to the roadrunner. They're a devilish little thing. They are. vicious, these little things. Uh, This fellow claims his father-in-law repeatedly scares him with a toupee that looks like... The cartoon, the cartoon character. character. Right. So, um, it's a party trick, right? He pulls off yeah. his t- t- toupee. So the father-in-law was arrested in November for violating a restraining order that had already been in place, filed by the son-in-law. The 36-year-old, uh, the victim in the case, says... Uh, his father-in-law terrorized him at a funeral by by waving the hairpiece and snarling. And and he says he's had this fear his entire life. He claims his father-in-law has taken advantage of that and that and as you just said, Jay, at one point he actually got a restraining order but I suppose that would have been uh, put aside for a funeral, uh, but the, the father uses, or father-in-law uses an opportunity to do his party act where he takes the toupee off and makes it growl and it looks just uh-huh. like the Tasmanian devil well, from the yeah. cartoon. So um, the he's lawyer, the lawyer for the father-in-law, says it's a family dispute, but he's been charged or faces charges of criminal contempt and aggravated harassment. Well, that is aggravated harassment, and it is criminal contempt if he was, if there's a restraining order. Which, and he did it, yeah. Yeah, and he, he violated the restraining order. So those are two legitimate charges, but. How, who are I, I we to judge what a guy's fear and, and is, though, right? And that's the thing, right? I, I think of, you know, um, people who do that to, to other people. In, in some cases, maybe an abusive adult that does it to a child, knowing what the child fears. Um, or, you know, uh, you know, a husband and a wife or even co-works, whatever it is. If you have that great of fear of something... Mm-hmm. That great of a fear. And, you know, I, I don't think either of us fear anything that much. I mean, there's no. things that we don't like, but I don't have a fear of Heights anything that whatever, much. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I said Tasmanian. The coyote is the one who was after the roadrunner. Tasmanian right. devil and Bugs Bunny. Thank you. Yeah. Thank so, you, Texture. But when you think about it, if that is something that in your head legitimately terrifies you... And it doesn't need to make sense. No. Right? No. That's what terrorizes you. I'm curious if any of our listeners have something really sort of odd that terrorizes you that I guess maybe the rest of us or you know the rest of us don't really find. I mean, this is perhaps not the same. I can't watch anyone get a needle on TV. Mm. And and I wouldn't categorize it as ter- in ter- but I can't. I damn near pass out. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to look away, and Carol has to tell me when they've stopped injecting the needle. But I can see it in person. Yeah. It's just the weirdest. I don't know why the difference. I just can't watch it on TV. Like, I've given blood. I've had yeah, needles. I think it that's doesn't a, bother Is that a dislike? Is it a... Yeah, again, I mean... Well, it has a physical folks, effect on me, though, right? So the effect is not terror, but so I would say it, it's it's more than just a dislike. But if I, but if I every day brought a video in and made you watch it or I thought joking around made you watch it. It would make me physically ill. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, literally, I think I'm going to pass out. I I feel faint and if I were forced to watch it, I think I probably would throw up. And it's just, like I say, it's weird. I, I, and 
I, I can't give a needle either, and you know, one of our cats is diabetic. I'm the only one in the house that can't give the needle. So I can't watch it on TV and I can't give it. But I feel like I could do it, I could give it to myself. And, and like I said, I can watch a needle. And I've, I, I always watch when they put the needle yeah. in. It doesn't bother me. No. I, I, I just can't wrap my head around it. And I feel bad for the guy. Um, and, and, you know, the father-in-law's a jerk. Like, let's be real. The father-in-law's <laughs> well, a jerk. Um, for sure. Yeah, he's a real jerk. Uh, but I, I, I don't fear anything that much. So I, I, it's just not there for me. I'd like to see, this is one of those stories that you wish came with video. I want to see this guy's Tasmanian routine? devil routine. Because, you know, for a guy to take... Because the reason you get a toupee is to hide the fact that you're bald. So for him to go to the trouble of taking it off his head simply to terrorize his son-in-law, I, yeah, sure. I, that's a lot of effort. I, I'd actually like to see yeah. that. And Someone according says, to him, hey, he is this, not bu- is, is this not bullying? Well, could well, be. Guess, yeah. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I have the exact reaction of needles on TV. Real life, no problems. I cannot watch it on TV. Isn't that weird? Mark I thought says, it was just me. There was a channel that showed all kinds of surgeries a few years ago, and none of the surgeries actually bothered me. The only one that ever did was where they did the vasectomy, of oh, course. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. We're all with you there, brother. Yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah, it's... um. I'd have to go back in my past and see who terrorized me with a video of a needle at some point, but... Yeah. Hmm. Chedville, do you have anything that you're absolutely terrified of? And, you know, I know you guys, ooh, taxes and, you know, mm. the NDP and all that oh, sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah. You know, okay, no, I'm, I'm just curious. that There's something that absolutely terrifies, is, terrifies you. Not that you're just scared of. Not that bothers you. Like, mascots bother me. I don't like them. <laughs> yeah. Um, my boys don't like spiders. They turn into, you know, screaming five-year-olds with really? spiders. It's hilarious. Um, but I don't think that it, they, it's, they're absolutely terrified of it or they're fearful. They just don't like them. Hmm. Well, I am the designated spider Killer. remover in, in, yeah, in my the house. house. Well, the thing is, because you know my family is so darn liberal, I have to... Catch and release? Catch and release. I can't flush. I can't crush. <laughs> but nobody else is dealing oh, with Oh, but it. let's put it outside and freeze. Exactly. It makes no sense. <laughs> it's, it's a reason why they come inside. inside. <laughs> I know. They sure are cute, though. <laughs>